This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hawkside Guns. It's been a minute. I am Sean and with me is Jake. Well, it's been a minute because we've shown at least a modicum of restraint, which is foreign for us. Yeah. Also, I was feeling really crappy. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't anything like that. I just I had some kind of stomach bug or something like that last week. And I just I got out of bed on cast day for about three hours and then crawled back in it. Uh, enough to it's, it, it, it's because you're vaccinated. The microchip is not going to rot your body and you're going to die. <laughs> Must kill all humans. Uh, yeah. And buy Microsoft products. No, I, I just, I wasn't feeling it. And I texted Jake and threw myself upon his mercy. I'm like, can we not cast? I feel like crap. And that's just basically, he's like, yeah, I got other crap to do today anyway. So it's all good. Uh, we're back this week and we have shown a modicum of restraint. I am currently showing restraint, although it does not sound like it. There may be showing restraint till Monday. No, it'll be, it'll be after (laughs) now. No, it'll be after I get paid. So it'll be um, probably after the 15th. As this cast comes out, it'll probably it probably won't be uh, the 15th. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it'll come out next week. So probably the week after you guys hear this, I will have purchased another shotgun or traded for another shotgun that I... It Don't sounds need... like a good trade, though. It does. It does. Uh, the guy I'm talking with, uh, he misses his dad's old pump-action shotgun. His dad had a, a Springfield 67C and or a B, maybe. It's a B or a C. And I have several 60 Springfield 67Hs um, that I can assemble for him. And he saw the stocks for one of the ones that I was carving um, right before I, I I didn't finish it. I finished the carving, but I haven't like stained it and put it all back together and everything. And uh, stained it, sanded it, and put it back together. And he's like, look, put that back together and then give me 50 bucks, and I will trade you for that gun because I want I wanted to remember my father, and I hate this gun. I will trade you a 12 gauge Benelli Nova. And I went, I don't need a Benelli Nova, but now yeah, I want one. Yeah, but it's one of the Italian bees. Yeah, but now I want one because I can have one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so now I want it. And I texted Jake, and Jake was no help at all. You should get it, you know? <laughs> Damn it. Well, I mean, once again, it's one of the Italian bees. <laughs> it is. I even texted Shannon. Yeah. It's it, going to cost you, what, a little bit of time and 50 bucks? I mean, who's yeah. not going to do that? Yeah, and that's basically it. And I mean, I mean, look, if somebody approached you and says, I've got an Italian bee gun and it's going to cost you 1500 bucks, do you want it? And your response was, no, I'm going to pass. I can understand that. Right. But a, a, a gun that is right now in pieces that you're probably going to sell at some point anyway. Yes. And 50 bucks. Yes. Actually, if you didn't do that, I'd be pissed at you. Yeah. Well, and the reason he's selling it is because he just went out and bought the Benelli Supernova, which is the bigger of the two. With I think it's got the three and a half inch chamber or, or something like one's got a three and one's got a three and a half or, or something like that. But it's the bigger one. It's got a 32 inch barrel on it. It's a big boy. And he now, doesn't. Now, do you even bother with three and a half inch shells? Me? No. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't even own any, nor have I ever purchased any. I don't hunt. So I, I don't really? have anything other than two, two, two and three quarter. 
I was going to say, do you, do, any, do you even go above two and three quarters? No, not really. The only three-inch shells, I do have some three-inch shells, but they're 410 defense rounds. Okay. So, so I mean, that's that's all. That's the only three-inch shells I have. Uh, um, but in, in 12-gauge, which is what this is, it's a Benelli Nova 12-gauge, I don't, I, like, I, I, I mean, I have some buckshot and some slugs and stuff for, for other things, but, I mean, I have... To to put this in perspective, I probably have in the house right now roughly a thousand rounds of 12 gauge. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, but in shotguns it's oh, in, a in ton. Shotguns, it's a lot. It's you're, a you can, ton because you're putting at what most five, six, and in, into the actual tube. Yeah, normally four uh, is what my my SX4 holds. Uh, actually five. So I, I can do four in the tube and one in the in the pipe, but I normally do one in the pipe and three in the tube because we have four shot rounds when we shoot clays. So four at a time, and then you rotate out to the next guy and all that stuff. I go through, on a good day like today, I just came back um, earlier uh, from the ranch, uh, I put 100 rounds downfield, and that's a lot. Yeah for a shotgun so the fact that i have a thousand i have a thousand rounds so to circle that back around i have a thousand rounds of 12 gauge less than two boxes are not birdshot i mean it it's like i got a couple uh or you know when i say a box i mean 25 so i've got a couple of five round boxes of buckshot a five round box of slugs and the rest of it's birdshot like all of it (laughs) i mean there's nothing i have a defense gun and that's got some buckshot in it but that's it. I mean, everything else is designed to shoot a clay. So I have two and three quarters. So the three inch chamber on this thing, I didn't care. You know, it didn't bother me at all. And and the fact that it's got a shorter barrel than the supernova, I was like, great. You know, it's okay. well, like... I I know that my purpose in life is to enable you. However, <laughs> so uh, why wouldn't you do this? I don't really need another gun. Another shotgun, especially, and well, not another pump-action shotgun. But it's a, but it's an even trade. I know. I mean, it's not like you're getting it's not like you're getting another one and adding to the collection. You're no, that is true. One and picking up another. That is true. And and Shannon mentioned the same thing. She's so she's like, so you're going to lose a gun? I'm like, yeah. And then you're going to get another one. I'm like, yeah. So I'm not really seeing the harm here. You said you wouldn't get another gun. And you're upset about that? And I'm like, well, <laughs> no, uh, sort of. I don't know. Okay. Now, and I know why you're actually feeling this way, because you, like me, are, are you know, addicted. So yes. what the, the argument is, is, is even though some people are going, well, I don't see why this is such a big deal. Think instead of a uh, drug addict going, I traded my heroin for some cocaine. I had a relapse, but it wasn't heroin this time. It was crack. You know, like it's not really better. You know, it's not like you haven't really made progress here. Uh, I said I didn't need another shotgun, and I don't. Uh, But one, it's a Benelli. Two, the Nova is a fine gun. It's a really nice gun. As as pump shotguns go, it's it's pretty indestructible. It always makes the list of top five field guns. In any list, the the Benelli Nova or the Benelli Supernova, but the Nova series, the Benelli Nova series, is always in the top five for rugged, uh, inexpensive. For Benelli, it's 400 and change new. An Italian classic. Oh, man. 
But this is no different than when I drive around in our um, Sprinter van for work. I mean, it's you know, and I'm have no hesitation to tell people I'm driving a Benz, <laughs> even if it's a pump action. So you're still sitting there going, but it's, it's a Benelli. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got that going for it. But the it's, it's kind of like the Porsche Boxster. Yeah, technically it's a Porsche. <laughs> Or the Porsche 944. Technically, it's a Porsche. Is it fast? No. Does it handle well? Yeah, it's all right. Does it start every time? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but it's a Porsche. Well, okay. It, 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 these days, they don't. Back in the when they were originally new. Oh, yeah. They, they were yeah, very they just, reliable. They just as, didn't as hold the resale value, shall we say. Yeah. Well, you know, most of those front-engine Porsches didn't. You know, I mean, like the, the 928. It still felt tragic when that one in risky business went into the water. Though. Oh, wasn't it? I love the 928. I, I think it's a beautiful car. I yeah, always I dr- did. I, I drive around one of those that was primer gray for about six months. <laughs> you lucky bastard. See, I I had, uh, I mean, I messed around with a 944 for a while, but it wasn't. Like, I, I was like, this, this is what, this is what 16 candles like that big car was about? I mean, the, or, uh-huh. you know, like, mm. Um, but it's kind of like that. You know, you get a Benelli and you're like, I shoot a Benelli. It's the cheapest Benelli ever made, but it's still a Benelli. And it's a fine gun. It's over-molded nylon, ballistic nylon. Uh, it's it's rugged. You could you could hammer nails with it. I mean, it's it's a solid, solid, solid gun. And I really don't need it, but I want it now because I can have it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't have to spend 400 bucks on it. So I was, uh, I'm like, uh, and I, I, earlier before I started this podcast, I texted him that, um, yeah, I'll go ahead and put the other one together and we'll just do the deal. But I can't do it. I, I've, I've said I do not want to do it until I pay off my credit card and I will pay off my credit card on the 15th when I get paid. <laughs> and then I can do it. Small step, baby steps, baby steps. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna do that. It wasn't something I planned, but I, I have to have it. I mean, like if you're going to put a Benelli in front of me and say, I can have it for effectively, I don't consider trading the other one really money. If I could have it for effectively 50 bucks, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a Benelli. Of course, in a, in a solid, well-built gun, um, of course I want it. (laughs) Of course I do. But uh, what about you? What do you have? You, have you got your hands on anything recently? Actually, no. I, I've been traveling a lot for work, so I haven't really had much of an opportunity to. I've got a couple of things that have come that I've seen on the uh, various websites I shop on, and going, uh, no, I shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> I, I I think I'm kind of holding out for for something. Uh, I, I may or may not succeed, but I'm trying. I, I really, 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 really want that H and K P thirty back. Oh my God! Not the H and Ks again, dude. No, it, it's we're, okay. Not the you US do not K. have the best record with H and Ks. But it's the only one I've ever been disappointed to see go. It's the only one that I've ever actually really enjoyed shooting, and it's I got rid of it for the dumbest of reasons, which is at the time I was scared of hammer fire firearms. Yeah, that is a dumb reason. But I'll give you that. Exactly. But. but. <laughs> Seriously, man, do you remember a guy, he, he sounded just like you, he said to me, <laughs> he said to me, don't let me buy anything but SIGs because I always wind up trading them. Now, how many H&Ks have you had, sir? Uh, four. <laughs> and, and how many have you traded? Four. <laughs> what makes you think? Would you get, because... 
now now saying that all right saying that what do you have currently you've got your pc 365 the good one yes right you've got your walther pdp the short one which is which is the which is the one next to my bed right so you've got those two already and then I've got my two thousand dollar handguns, both of them being SIGs, one of them being the two two nine, and the other one being the three twenty AXP. You're going to get yet another, and, and you've done this more than once, by the way. He's got, and if you guys don't remember, let's just wind back the <laughs> way back machine. Did you or did you not trade and then buy back <laughs> the same gun again? Um. Y- yeah. <laughs> now, okay. What makes ha- this time different? I had, a, I had a VP9, um, and I, it didn't really blow my 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 skirt up. So honestly, I, I can understand that. I and, didn't. And I so, didn't like that either. So I got rid of it. Um, at some point, I got the P30, which is basically the same gun as the vp9 it's just hammer fired instead of striker fired and i honestly really really liked it yeah but it, the, the hammer does make it fire a little bit differently and it's less snappy exactly um i really 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 liked it but i was still kind of sketchy about hammer fire firearms which i've i've completely gotten over at this point actually i kind of like them better now it's um, funny because you said the same thing about shotgun. I don't know how to shoot a shotgun, and then you got to learn to shoot shotguns, and you're like, I need more shotguns. <laughs> exactly. But I, at the time, I went, okay, I really like this. Maybe, maybe I didn't give the VP9 enough of a chance, and I really don't like the fact that this is hammer fired at the time. So the guy who bought the VP9 from me actually looked at the P30 and went, I'll even upgrade you for it. I went. Sure, and we literally just swapped them. No doubt, no no money changed hands or anything like that. We he literally got the better just better on that one. Oh yeah, he did so badly. And it, and the worst part about it is, is he uh, he's he already got rid of it, so I can't even get it back from him. Um, and then I, I I went back out and shot the VP9 and went. Now I remember why I didn't like this in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. You want it back? Yeah, please. It's basically exactly what I did. So it, it so the the uh, the P30 is one of the few firearms that have gone away that I've I've honestly missed and went shit. I really wish I had one of those back. Oh man. So I mean, is is do you have a line on one? Um, I've got it on the for lack they... of a better term. They, they don't make that anymore, do they? No, they don't. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Now, they don't make as much, as many of them as they make for of the VP9s. Um, but the P30 made a comeback from John Wick. Well, yeah, John John Wick did, uh, well, he made a comeback on a lot of stuff. I mean, because there's, there's, there's quite a few uh, John Wick guns that everybody's like, I gotta have it because it's... John Wick. You know. Well, the, the the funny thing is, is that we had John Wick's gun come through the store last time I was there, and the funny thing is, it wasn't exactly what the guy had ordered, and he was all pissed off about it. Um, and <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, he's 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 like, well, I guess I have to take it. And I'm sitting here going, dude, if I had the money right now, we could just make this real easy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the money for it, but I, but if I had, 
oh, I, I'd have run away with that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, 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 and you see that stuff, and you kick yourself in the butt for it. And I, I mean, and I haven't been, and this is this is a sad statement. I haven't been to a gun show in probably about three, four months because I have most of the guns I want, right? And I just, I wanted to pay the credit card off before I did another gun, and the gun I really want, I know is going to cost me. Because I want a Beretta Cheetah, and they sort of like your uh, P30. And, and I, they don't make I've it been, anymore. And I've been looking at some of the various um, uh, surplus websites just to see if I could pop one. It, it, it gives me something to do to see if one will <laughs> pop up for you. Uh, hey, it, 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 and this one you'd be proud of me for because it's one of those ones that I could easily screw up on and rebuy a gun that I didn't really like in the first place. I have completely totally and utterly avoided talked myself out of and been a good boy when it comes to the bread of px4 <laughs> uh, i i kind of like it i i got well, to shoot one the other day and i know it looks weird you know with that kind of curved out uh well, kind of chopped off back end but it one- shoots reasonably well the one I had was the subcompact, which doesn't have the recoil system that the compact oh, and the larger one has. Yeah. Um, that's and, probably, how'd that handle? And, and there's literally one, and that's the one I decided I didn't like. And that's, there's literally one sitting really inexpensively in the used case at the store right now. And I've gone, <laughs> no, not going to buy it. I, I, and, then one of the, yeah. and then one of the other websites actually has the PX4 just standard compact. And I looked at that and I almost did it and went i'm waiting for my p30 so i have shown at least a modicum of restraint that's that's pretty good because i there is one uh at my local big box that i walked past and it was 420 dollars and i asked the guy if i could see it and he's like yeah you know take a look you know it's not as in demand i'm like why is this here why is this not because you can easily get 500 bucks for him easily at least around here. And it was the standard. It wasn't the, the subcompact or anything like that. It was the standard. It had optics on it. Uh, it was it was a nice it was a nice gun. And uh, I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know. And, and he could tell I was almost there. You want to shoot it? What? <laughs> you want to shoot it? You can put a clip through it. Or you can put a magazine through it. You know, it's fine. Pay for the magazine. It cost you five bucks. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. So I took it back and and I put a magazine through it. And I, I gotta say, man, the at least the standard one, it's a sweet little gun. It doesn't pop. It it kind of lays in your hand really nice. And and it's just it's really just a sweetheart. And I'm like, oh, I gotta put this back. I got to because I, I already started like saying, well, I have half the money, so that means I wouldn't have to put all of it on a card, and that's not the same as putting it all on a card, is it? I should put it's this down the now. Oh yeah, just the sense. rationalizations you go through. I'm like, I should put this down now and walk away from it. But I got to thinking about it, and really, I mean, every every manufacturer makes some turkeys. You know, I, there's no there's no one who doesn't. But I got to thinking about it, and I was texting with Jake about this earlier this week. I think as handguns, and handguns only, shotguns, different story, but handguns, I think I'm a Beretta guy. Well, and part of it, what we were talking about is, 
shotguns being bigger, there, there there's more tolerances that can go through that to make each one very similar to the one before it. So there, there's not as much change in one from the other. Actually, there's a great deal of change, but there's also a great deal of modification that you can do to make one feel like a different one or okay, one that so you like. Better explained than I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to a handgun, though, a handgun, you can change the trigger, and you can change the uh, recoil spring. Sometimes the grips, but that's about it. And that's about it. So yeah. a handgun pretty much is what it is, and because they are as small as they are, any little difference can change the way it feels, shoots, and fires. And the one we were using as an example was the new PDP from Walther. Uh, yeah. The way that ergonomic grip is, if you don't get the one that's the right size for your hand, it feels weird. Now, if you get the one that's the right size for your hand, like I've got the compact because I've got a smaller hand, uh, it feels great. But if I put the full-size one in my hand, nothing really fits the way it's supposed to. Uh, now, that's an extreme version, but once you find what you're comfortable with with, a, with regards to handguns, it's not unusual for somebody to go this is what I shoot. I, actually, a lot of people are like this. Shannon is a Walther girl, period. Like, she will not carry anything else. That's that's all she will do, and it better be a Walther. Otherwise, she's not even willing to consider it. And, I, I mean, I get it. I mean, all the guns that she's ever clicked with and shot well with and, and fits her little hand, and, and she can rack the slide easily and... and all the controls are where she needs them to be, and she, she feels at home with the firearm. Every every single one of those has been a Walther for her. So she, you can have the nicest SIG, the nicest Glock, or, or whatever it is. She won't consider it unless it has Walther stamped on the side because that's she knows it's going to fit her little hand. So, I, I mean, I can understand that. You have been a SIG guy for several years now. Uh, I You know... I've never, I've never clicked with a a handgun uh, manufacturer before, but I've been noticing that uh, almost every gun that I pick up and prefer more than anything else. I mean, there's some I have that are are uh, utilitarian. Uh, the Ruger's like that. I've got a Ruger Security Nine uh, compact, and that's a it's a it's an okay gun, but it's an inexpensive utilitarian thing. It's not something that I'm like, wow, I just really love shooting this. That's not it at all. That's I, I, not that gun. But everything I really like turns out to be like I I grab a Beretta and it feels right, and I don't know why that is. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what's happening there yet. But I've noticed that there are like my brother's a diehard Smith and Wesson guy. Love Smith & Wesson. It's all he shoots. Um, he's got a couple of revolvers that are different than that, but the revolvers that he has are made to fit and feel like a, like a Smith & Wesson. Wesson. Uh, I mean, so he, he's just drawn to that, and that's what he shoots. I think where I'm at right now is the fact that I, I have the SIGs that I feel like I need and want. So now it's, it's, it's I really am into the what's next. Oh God, you got one of those SIGs I want. God, that pretty one that the, the, the nice with the rose, rosewood hangers. Which one is that? That's the, oh, that's, uh, that's the AXG. Oh my 
God, I looked at the guy. I actually got to hold one of those. I didn't get to shoot. The guy wouldn't put any ammunition through it. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they, they're not going, Jill. Um, um, that, I'm like, that, yeah, my yeah. buddy's got one of these. He says it shoots beautifully, and he did the same thing that that dude who, who knew you at. He shoots it? I'm like, yeah, it's his, it's one of, it's his favorite gun. He he loves it. You know, he says it's great well, and it handles if you well. See, if you see the price tag on it, you'll see why they say that. Well, I've got a two thousand dollar shotgun. I shoot it all the time. You know, I well, like but, it's but useless see, to me if you don't shoot it. Well, and that go, kind of goes into the idea is the reason why I bought it was not to collect it. I wanted to be able to shoot it. Absolutely, I I understand and identify with that. And it, and if the world comes to an end, that's going to be the pistol on my hip because I know <laughs> that's the one I can put you know things in the size of a dime because it's that smooth. Yeah, I mean it, it's. I mean, I, I could understand if it was Wyatt Earp's Buntline Special or, you know, the, like my brother has a gun. He has a Walther PPK um, that was issued to him from the Texas Rangers as a retirement gift uh, to to his father-in-law's father, I think. I think that's right. Father-in-law's father. Uh, grandfather-in-law? Is that a thing? Anyway. It's an uh, heirloom. Right. It's an heirloom. It will not be... Sh- it's never been fired. It never will be fired. And it's an heirloom. And I understand you don't take that to the range and start plowing down. Right? It's engra- It's beautifully engraved. It's got an inscription to it. It's got... And they would joke around that he was always trying to be... Uh, he was a Texas Ranger, and he they were joking around that he was trying to be James Bond. So they bought him a... a Walther PPK and inscribed it for him and, and on his retirement and everything. That's an heirloom. I understand not shooting that. He also had a uh, beautiful Colt 1903 that was over 100 and, you know, what, a 1903? I guess it's, what, 117 years old, something like that? Yeah. They don't, I'm, he's like, I don't want to shoot that. Um, that's that's history. I'm, I get it. But a brand new production gun this isn't like a signature series it doesn't have one of 500 stamped on it no it's a production gun yeah i mean i understand when you swap the grips out of it because you didn't want to get the rosewood handles dirty totally get it right i don't want these to be scratched up by the crap at the ring totally get it i don't want to put it on brass and nick the the beautiful rosewood yes but not shoot it it's a production gun not 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 only that i mean that is the firearm that I have that feels the absolute most natural in my hand. <laughs> right. I mean, right. that's if, if if I could sleep with a gun underneath my pillow where my with my wife wouldn't lose her shit, that would be it. Just to just to know that it was there. I you know, the one I've got by my bedside is the Ruger. But, well, no, the the one I've got by my bedside is the the, the polymer Walther because but, it's it's the least expensive gun of that size that I have. Right, the Ruger is like I carry the Taurus, and I have because the the uh, Taurus Spectrum, and I uh, I have the the Ruger at my bedside. In fact, we you know one of my daughters had uh, said something was outside her room the other day, and it turned out to be the neighbor pulling into the driveway, but. Um, steady. Can you go deal with it? I I, I pulled the Ruger out of the drawer, grabbed a flashlight, went outside. Uh, but 
uh, you know, I have the Ruger at the, the, the bedside. I've got the Taurus that I carry. But the gun I'm most comfortable with, like you say, in the apocalypse, is going to be the Beretta 92FS. I can hold a a actual small-ish pattern uh, at 10 to 20 yards with that. It is an amazingly accurate, smooth-firing, excellent firearm. That's my apocalypse gun. Uh, if I need to be accurate with a pistol, that's what I'm shooting. Uh, there's nothing I do that is the best gun for me for shooting, uh, for, for handguns. Now, shotguns, totally different story. Uh, that would be a Winchester SX-4, but, uh, which my father hates that gun. He hates that gun. <laughs> hey, you like the one that you know he'll never try to steal from you. Well, not only will he not try and steal it from me, I'm as accurate as I am with a shotgun, I am accurate with that gun. That is, it is set up for me. It's perfect. It's light. It's easy to swing. It's an automatic, so it's quick. And he hates when I shoot skeet with it because I don't miss that very. I, I shoot about 80, 85 percent with, well, with that well, gun. Yeah, because that means he can't make fun of you. Oh, he hates it. He hates it too. Because you know, I mean, he's he's seventy years old. So first of all, he can't stand in the line with me and blow through a brick of 12 gauge without bruising himself, right? Cause that's a lot of 12 gauge Yeah. and the SX four, first of all, I shoot with a shooting vest. So I've got a pad on my shoulder. Second of all, the SX four hits like a very light 20 gauge with birdshot in it. So it's not hammering you all day and it's light. So it's not heavy and you're not having to heft it around places. So it's almost like a cheat gun. Uh, whereas he has an old ass wingmaster <laughs> that is a pump gun and weighs a, a little bit more than my automatic, my big ass automatic. So, uh, and then he shoots with an over and under, which is heavy as hell. Uh, an old Russian bicycle that he loves to death, and which used to be mine, and he stole from me. Uh, Let's see. I, you know. I, <laughs> I love that bicycle. Do you? Are you gonna? You're not. You don't use that bicycle anymore, do you? Well, I mean, I mean, not a lot. I mean, so you, so you would trade it, right? Well, I mean, I, I guess. I mean, what is, okay, good. So bring it next time, and I'll trade you something for it. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> what happened? But uh, oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm waiting for my father to uh, go shooting with me and see the the the, the 320AXG compared to the uh, standard 320 that I sold him. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's, it's my 320. But it does look like mine. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah, I like mine better. <laughs> oh, I had yeah. to replace it with something. Yeah, I mean this this seemed fine. Yeah, well, the problem is I I like more, a lot more blingy guns than my father does. My my dad, you know, Buona likes very sedate, very classic looking shotguns. And the more stainless steel you can bling you can put on it, the more I'm down. So I don't, you know, we're we two different styles. Oh yeah, wait 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 till you get a chance. If I get a chance to come down there to show you the two two nine that I blinged out. Now it's not now it's not blinged out in the golden chrome that you like, but you know, <laughs> fancy cut slide, you know, grips, all that good stuff. I think that's all fair. 
you know. Uh, well, when you do come down here, and I know this is going to come as a surprise, when you do finally get down here, you will notice that even though we have enacted a constitutional carry, that the state is still here. Can you believe it? We've had a constitutional oh carry God. since September 1st. And the state hasn't shot all its residents yet. I was going to say, it hasn't, you know, basically just turned into a Hunger Games-esque gun battle. In there. You know, it hasn't. I go to work every day. There's zero gun battles. I'm very disappointed. Wow. I, I know. I, I just, I don't understand it. Uh, I thought no, for the, sure when CNN said we'd all just shoot each other inside of a week that that's what would happen. Nobody's mounted, you know, dual 50 cals to the hood of their car. You know what it's actually changed? Not a damn thing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Everybody who was carrying a gun concealed before is carrying a gun concealed now. Everybody who wasn't carrying a gun concealed or, or on their hip is carrying it. I mean, it's not... It hasn't changed anything. I mean, uh, you, nothing. You, you, it hasn't devolved to uh, bondage gear and hockey masks. Yeah. Uh, just walk away, you know, like your Lord Humongous hasn't rolled up on an, on a big-ass dune buggy. Nothing. Nothing. It has changed. Nothing. There was, I'll say this, there was like two weeks in there where every freaking cowboy got the biggest hog and the biggest holster they could find and carried open for like two weeks. <laughs> and then... It, it happened for two. I was one of those. I will admit, I did wear the Beretta out a couple of places because, you know, like work friends and stuff like that were also doing that. We wanted to see who could bring the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> but. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So did El Chapo win? Oh, of course it did. Of course it did. <laughs> oh, what are you going to carry that's more ridiculous than that? I mean, other than the Trump gun. There's nothing. Oh, okay, wait a minute. As much as I'm joking with you about the El Chapo special, we do have to remember the gold-plated one. Yeah. <laughs> that you almost bought. I did. I did almost do that. I... <laughs> well, that's up there with the Trump gun. I mean, it's... <laughs> I did almost do that, yeah. Uh, there... And the, the worst part about it is if you had told me that you were planning on selling the Beretta to afford it, I, I wouldn't have sent it to you. I, it was no. a moment of weakness. I wouldn't have actually sold the Beretta. I'd have just funded the other one on a credit card and said, look, I have two now. Now I need dual holsters. Uh, but... <laughs> Not that I would do that, and, and anyone the, who's the funny, listening. And the funny thing is, is that I'm sitting here picturing you in constitutional carry, not with El Chapo, but with the blingy, gold-plated Beretta clone on your hip, wandering around just with the biggest smile on your face. Oh, yeah, and that's what it would have been, too. Look at what I got. I got a pit bull now. Um, I just, I, I, yes, I mean, that did happen for a couple of weeks, but then everybody realized that we were having to constantly pull our pants up and nobody wanted to wear suspenders. So we went back to the guns that we normally carry. I mean, I carried the, the Beretta like two or three times and I'm like, this is, this is too much. It kept banging into stuff, you know, like I couldn't sit in a booth without it feeling weird on my hip, you know, and it's just weird. So I went back to the Taurus. I, I refuse wow. to carry something. Uh, the The real reason is I refuse to carry something so expensive that I would be upset losing it if I ever had to use it. And and the the 
Beretta was inconvenient to carry. It's, I mean, it was just, it's fucking huge. So, yeah. Well, I, I did get the eye roll from my daughter as, uh, uh, we, uh, my daughter was in her first car accident a few weeks ago. Oh, is she okay? Uh, She's perfectly well. I mean, she, uh, she her her wrist whacked the door, and it wasn't her car, or or she wasn't the one driving. She was oh, she was actually in an accident. She wasn't she wasn't driving. No. Right. But um, so I had to. I went to met her at the emergency room because she they were wondering whether or not she broke her wrist. Sure. So. Well, I, I I get to the the emergency room and I look at there and go, okay, they probably won't be appreciative if I go in armed. So I, I went ahead and put my gun in the lockbox underneath the uh, the seat. I that being said, I didn't realize that I was going to have to go through a metal detector when I got in there. <laughs> so I looked at the guy and I went, uh, okay, I um I, I do carry a, a pocket knife, you know do I need to take it back to the car? And he's like, well, you can either take it back to the car or you can check it in with me and have it when you go to leave. And I went, fine. So before I go through the metal detector, I start emptying my pockets. And it's more, it's more than just a pocket knife. I carry two pocket knives and I have one of those extendable batons. And he's God. looking at me like I'm an idiot as I'm sitting there putting all this stuff into the little box thing that he's going to put it away with. And then I walk through the metal detector and it still goes off. And he's wanding me down, wanting to know why it is that around my the back of my belt it's still setting off the metal detector. I'm like, dude, oh. it's a steel core. It's a steel core belt. <laughs> he's like, why do you wear a steel core belt? I'm because like, I carry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even then, as we went to leave, and the guy's giving me all my stuff back, and my daughter's just looking at me horrified. She's like, "You tried to bring all of that in with you, Dad?" No, I checked it at the door like I'm supposed to. <laughs> I followed the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and then, a few days later, my wife throws a fork at me. And I looked at my daughter and I said, and who's the violent one? And she looked at me and went, Dad, you carry a gun, two knives, and a baton. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't throw them at anybody. I haven't thrown them at anybody. <laughs> I've stabbed exactly the amount of people that I wanted to stab. Zero. However, your mother, who is a fork flinger, <laughs> saw fit to to accost me in our own home. Who is the more violent here? I ask again. Oh yeah, yeah. They're uh... and see everybody. You know, I've got this cast, and you know, I collect shotguns, and I go shooting every weekend when I can, and and all that kind of stuff. I'm not the violent one. I'm not the gangster of the family. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Not even close. Your house is. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not the one you got to worry about, guys. <laughs> like, a lot of people mistake that. They're like, oh, yeah, it's on, you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not the one who's going to shoot you. Uh, see, 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 and everybody thinks when you start joking about this that in, in, in your family and household that you'd be Lord Humongous, and you wouldn't be. No. Shannon oh, God, would be Lord Humongous. Oh You'd yeah, be the guy standing behind her wearing leather and a collar with her, her holding your leash. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's it like she she's the gangster of the family, right? If if somebody's gonna get shot at our house, breaking in, it's Shannon who's gonna be doing the shooting. She's gonna be the first one out. She's gonna be the first one loaded and the first one firing. I might do stupid things like ask questions, identify yourself, all that kind of. Nope, 
You're not going to get any of that from Jenna. She's, she's just going to shoot your ass. So I, and I try to explain this to people and they look at Shannon without knowing her, right? If they've just met her in a social kind of aspect, she's a big sci-fi nerd. She's into Winona Earp and Cena and stuff like that. She collects sci-fi trivia. She goes to, to cons, you know, sci-fi cons and all that kind of thing. And I'm the one, the crazy gun nut who's, who's going out to a field to shoot skeet and going to gun shows and collecting things and trying to become a gunsmith, all those kind of things. That's me. So they think I'm the yeah. threat. It's and, like, and your wife is the one who's just going to shoot first and assume it's self-defense. Right. Exactly. I'm like, look, guys, I, I, I hate to break it to you, but she ain't the sweet, delicate flower you think she is. You know, this this one will just put holes in you and go, oh, it's so sad he had to die. <laughs> he chose to die. That's, that's what's going to happen. So it's. Uh, and the only the only thing I can tell you is it'll say Walther on the side with whatever she shoot, chooses to shoot you with. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's uh, I mean, I and it's weird because I haven't seen anything in the in the stores right now that really blow my skirt up as far as stuff I don't have. Right. Like new stuff that I other than the PDP, the PDP looks pretty cool. There hasn't been a whole lot new coming out. There's been, I mean, we, you and I have been sending pictures back and forth of a lot of the new little micro compacts that yeah. can come out, but most of them really aren't new. They're simply redesigned stuff that somebody came out and went, ooh, look, it's new. This will get money. Um, uh, or or they put a new rail on it, or they put a flashlight rail on it. They, they re-stippled the grip. Yeah. <laughs> new grips for 84. Uh, that's, uh, Harley Davidson did that kind of stuff. That's when AMF, the bowling man, uh, pin manufacturer made Harley. Uh, but I just, I mean, there's, there's some cool things and, and everything, but I, I just, I don't know what the next wave is going to be. And after the couple of the last couple of years, they've just had where production has just been at its break point and people have been buying guns left, right and backwards. That kind of. That kind of thing's kind of subsided a little bit. It's still up. Sales are still up, but it's not crazy like it used to be. I walked into Shields the other day, and they had multiple types of ammunition, multiple brands of 9mm, 380, anything you want, except 6.5 Creedmoor, which is really pissing me off. But <laughs> they had almost everything. And the prices are still high. Don't get me wrong. The prices are still high, but you can find everything uh, and i i looked at the gun cabinet and the gun cabinet had tons of guns in it and i'm like okay cool what's new and i went over to the lady i'm like what's new and she's like oh this this i've seen all that <laughs> i mean i i haven't seen anything that is this year and i'm not saying we haven't had because we've had some really great uh runs in the last couple of years of technology improving and new gun types and new guns and, and all that kind of, but right now in the last six months, well, I, 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 I think you hit it much. on the head. Most it's, it's mainly people have been just trying to keep up with production, much less taking the time to try to find something new. Oh, I would totally agree with that. I, um, a part of it is, is I would also assume that to some extent they're <coughs> sorry about that. Um, 
wondering whether or not it's worth the investment to come up with something new because Lord only knows what's going to be legal next year. Well, there's that. Uh, but, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to come for 380s and 9mm uh, quite yet. That's That being said, they could do it tomorrow. I, I don't know. But there's... There's definitely a a strong market for the micro nine millimeter right now, uh, and micro three eighties, uh, subcompact three eighty nine millimeters. That's look at any gun case in any gun store. That's, that's what's what selling. Yeah, that's what's selling. We um, also haven't had shot show in two years, so you haven't really even had a trade show where they could introduce anything. Right. Right. So you look at it and go, well, you know, what could they do? I, I can tell you the landscape is a heck of a lot different. There are a, a lot more gun owners out there. And a lot more people who, now that the, they dropped the patent on the Gen 3 Glocks, that people are making clones of that. Yeah, that for me, that kind of falls under the, I don't want one of those anyway. <laughs> no, I agree thing. with you. That's not something that I actually have any interest in, but that's what you see a lot of new coming out. It's only going, here's a inexpensive version of a Glock, or here's a Glock in which we did something special with the trigger. Uh, here's a Glock that actually has a guide rod that you'd want. Um, <laughs> you know, I my father has a Gen 3 Glock that was originally from Gen 3, and it's I'll give it this. It's a very, very reliable a uh, trustworthy, solid firearm. No bones about it. Oh, no question under the sun. No question about it. The military uses it. Militaries use it. Police and and first responders use it. Uh, it is it is a solid, solid, solid gun. I hate it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I do, and I know that's blasphemy. And and a lot of the the Glock guys are go, oh, this gun snobs. It's not that. It's just. It's just so boring, and the trigger sucks. Okay. I mean, my dad put a new, want to put a new trigger in it, but I still hate it. Wait a minute, you're saying that the Glock people call the rest of us gun snubs? I mean, please. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you talk to a normal Glock guy, and they're like, "And God said, let there be Glock," and there was <laughs> Glock. For a time, it was good because there was only Glock. And then, lo, other gun. striker fired guns came, and it was bad. <laughs> I just bought a new gun. Is it a Glock? No, I want to hear about it. Oh, man, I, I just, I know, I know that there's the the Glock worshippers and the Glock crew, and 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 they love they love them, and honestly, for good reason. They are enormously reliable. They are exceptionally. Well balanced. There is a huge aftermarket for them, and they're just a fine firearm. I mean, no bones about it. But there's a lot of other fine firearms out there, and I like those better. <laughs> I just, I can't get down with how, and you know how I am. I, I like interesting looking firearms. I like them to have some kind of character, some kind of soul well, you, to them. You're never going to find a Glock that's actually an interesting looking firearm. No. And I could e and I could even get around that if it fit in my hand. <laughs> I mean, I, I I do have one gun that I that I did up to look cool. Other than that, all of it is does this fit in my hand? How does it feel when I shoot it? Um 
other than that, I really don't care what they look like. Oh, yes, you don't. You lie to me, well, Mr. No, I have said, a custom do... slide for it. Uh, no, 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 no. I did say I have my custom pretty gun. I, I didn't deny that. And you've got your 320. Which I, which I made look less pretty. Yeah, but what happens when you're not taking it to range and somebody just wants to see it? What are you going to do? Oh, I'm not going to go through unscrewing those things just to show it to somebody. I, I, I've got it. God forbid I actually do end up with a gun case at some point in life where I could display things. I would put the grips back on it. But other than that, no. Oh, it's just is just a challenge. I need to make you a, a mountable lock <laughs> box with glass front. Now, I will say that when I come down to Texas and I have and I get to wear one on my hip where I everywhere I walk around, that I will probably put the actual um, wood grips back on that and do that. But you know, it's weird when you walk around <laughs> with a gun. And, and this is the part that really surprised me, at least in Texas. Nobody notices. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I figured there'd be people like skirting around you and like trying to maintain a bubble or pointing or like eyeballing it or anything like well, that. that. Nobody that is, cared. That is to some extent because you are in Texas. Yeah, you know, I mean, he, I guess he, that's true. Here, here, if you wear a Glock T-shirt, people are going to start getting worried about you. You know, because, oh, my God, is he is he going to shoot everybody? But Texas is kind of like, okay, if he draws that, you know, at least five other people are going to draw on him, and it's going to be over. Yeah. Count to you ten, know, somebody will be dead. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not worried about somebody going on a rampage. Not even generally. If you, you, you may be worried that somebody's going to try, but you're not worried about it actually succeeding. You know, generally not, we're not, because uh, there's enough people carrying that it's going to get handled. You know it's going to get handled. I mean, unless you're in Austin here, you could pretty much take out one person for every round in your clip in a Walmart if you wanted to. Uh, Yeah, you could try that here. I mean, but you but you're not going to live very long. No, you're It's less than a minute is is normally the average. If you're out in public in a public place with a lot of people in it, somebody else is going to have somebody else in your eyeline is going to have a firearm on them. Yeah, where, whereas here I won't go to Walmart unarmed because I'm worried about the people there. <laughs> yeah, there's... I, 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 hey, it, 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 was, it, was, it was the same thing before. My kid uh, looked at me and said that she was going to go to Walmart and asked me if I would go with her, and it was like 10 o'clock at night. And I went, yeah, I'll go with you. And, I, and my wife thought I was insane until I started, you know, I you know, put my gun on my belt and... And went, yeah, no, no, she ain't going to Walmart by herself this time of night. And I swear that I saw the guy who in the alternate universe where somebody did go nuts at Walmart that night, I know who it was. (laughs) I saw him. (laughs) And you're like, it would have been that guy. Yes. And even even my kid looked at me and went, Dad, he's weird. (laughs) You're like, yep, that's why I'm here. And because I'm here, he's not going to do anything. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's just like I went around for a couple of weeks, and I, I expected something to go down. I expected things to, to like the stories to start because you know the media was looking for it, and nobody cared. I mean, I was walking. I felt so stupid walking around after about a week walking around with a damn beret on my hip. My pants were sagging. I had to have them like belted so tight that 
that it was like leaving marks on me, you know, because yeah, I got yeah. this giant ass beret on my side. Steel, steel core belt. Yeah. Well, even then, it still has to be tight enough that your pants don't fall down. Uh, See, <laughs> this is where you run into the problem with the fact that you actually have a waist, so you're not used <laughs> to having things like that. I do not have a discernible waist, so I've always had to have my belt that tight to keep my pants up. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that doesn't like I. I don't actually have to wear a belt, but I yeah, do. Yeah, w- w- welcome to fat people. <laughs> Um, although recently, in the last like couple of years, I I probably have to wear a belt. Uh, but but still, even then, you know, my pants were falling down. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not I'm not wearing this. I'm not wearing it. I'm gonna go back to the down spectrum, which doesn't weigh anything. And if it takes more than eight rounds to solve the problem, I'm dead. All right, <laughs> I gave it well, my best uh, shot. No pun intended. And I'll just deal with it. Well, I, I don't think I would do for a day-to-day carry firearm a full metal firearm like that, a, a metal grip firearm. I'm doing a polymer grip firearm because, quite well, frankly, even yeah. if you add 15 rounds into the sucker, it's still fucking heavy. Yeah, 15 rounds of 9 millimeters is actually pretty heavy. It, it, it catches me off guard when I the difference between in weight in my bag just between when I have magazines in it and, which I, and when I don't. Now I have the uh, I use the the Taurus Spectrum and it's a uh, seven plus one or is it an eight plus one I can't I can never remember anyway it's it's seven or eight plus one of three eighty and I do the uh, Hornady Critical Defense which is a really hot three eighty round mm-hmm. which makes it about low to mid grade nine millimeter is essentially what you get out of it and. I'll put that on my urban carry holster and put that on my belt. And it's an outside of the belt. I don't tuck my shirt in or outside of the waistband um, paddle thing. And I don't tuck my shirt in. So I just wear that. Uh, And I, there have been days where I forget it's there because it's very Mm -hmm. light. There's not a lot to it. And once you get used to it, it's like sort of like wearing, and I try to explain this to people. It's like wearing a heavy watch. If you've ever worn a heavy watch, it's heavy for about an hour, and then you don't notice it anymore. It's a lot like that, only it takes a day or two to really kind of get used to it and find out how to sit and how to get in and out of things and make sure it doesn't get caught on a seatbelt or anything like that. But that's pretty much where I am. And I, it, it's I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. But the... The Beretta is so freaking heavy, and I was—I just felt so <laughs> stupid after a week. And I'm like, I'm going back to my damn Taurus. I'm just—I'm just gonna go back to my Taurus. It's all gonna be fine. It's a polymer-framed gun. It's—it's it's a 380, so it's small. It's a single stack. If I need more than this, either some—I—I I will depend on the kindness of strangers and some other gentleman with a 1911 or a bazooka or whatever it is they're gonna carry. <laughs> Is going to help out, or I'm just going to get my ass shot up, and that's all I could do. You know, he died valiantly defending himself. What? That's it. I'm not walking around with a damn gun belt. You know, like a bit. You know, here's here's my extra five mags, and I needed oh, this for the penetration. And you know, it's like, oh, for crying out loud. My 365 carries 12 rounds. That's what goes on my waist. My two backup magazines are actually in my backpack. And each of them are 15 round magazines, and I still find it amazing that if I don't have two mag two 15 round magazines in my backpack, how much lighter it is. <laughs> I am not putting those things on my waist. 
Oh yeah. No, that's that's a lot, you know. Um now Shannon just recently changed jobs and she's no longer for the first time since I've known her, she is no longer in law enforcement and security. And we she's like, I need to carry, but I can't carry on my hip anymore. I need to carry a gun in a tool bag because she's a she's an ATM technician now, um and and IT type person. And uh, she works at, at different things and stuff. But she doesn't carry on her hip anymore. So she's going to switch back to her PK380. So she'll just she takes that in a paddle, uh, loops it into uh, some pockets in her bag. And so she carries a tool bag with her. And she's got her PK380 in her bag. And I'm like, why? I'm confused. Okay. You have the PK380. And you have the ccpm2 they're both the same size exactly the same size one's a nine millimeter one's a 380 what the hell and she goes well the pk is lighter and i'm like you're carrying it in a tool bag with a shoulder strap who cares you're carrying it from the van to the the place and then setting it down like, why is this important? Like, like the extra couple of ounces. You're not wearing this on your waist. And did you did you just get the the final answer of I'm doing what I want to do and I'm not going to explain it to you? Of it's it's woman's prerogative. Damn it. Oh yeah, no, immediately. Well, you just uh, it's not you, is it? I'm like, but but the okay, but uh, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I totally got that. Um, at least she's still carrying, I guess. I mean, it's uh, so I had to go buy a box at forty dollars of Hornady Critical Defense 380 because she I had stolen hers because uh, she wasn't <laughs> using it, right? So I was like, well, she drug her CCPM2 everywhere. So I, I was does like, this well, mean you get the CCPM2 back? Oh God, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's never coming. Until I get her something to replace it, it's never coming back out of her uh, well, possession. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what they replace it with because they're not making them anymore. They're trying to dump all the, the PPSs out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to see if, what they come up with next. I uh, Personally, I think they're, they're betting the PDP will kind of take the slot of both of the, you know, like the PPS, the PPQ, the CCP, well, and all the, that the, stuff is going to be. Well, the, the PDP is taking the place of the, P, of the PPQ. Um, right. That, there's no question of that. But it's too big to take the place of the PPS. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than a PPS. So, it really so do is. You, do you have now, do, do they come out with a PDPM for micro like oh, so many other people have lately? Man, or? if they do, I'm going to have to spend 400 four or 500 bucks on that, and it's just going to be bad. <laughs> the only reason I didn't have to do a PDP, because she saw it. I, she, she saw it and put her hands on it. We went to Shields, and she saw a compact. And she's she's like, I like it, but it's a little bigger than my CCPM two, and it is. Yeah. It's, it, it's it is. It's kind of a chunkster for for a compact. It's kind of I a mean, chunkster. It's the size of a Glock nineteen. Yeah. And yeah. now it's got a nicer grip on it than a Glock nineteen does. It's, but it's a the better, same size. In my personal opinion, it's a better gun than a Glock nineteen is. However, for concealed carry or small or somebody with with. Uh, the predilection of a CCPM2 or a PK380, 
that's their hey their you ride. can conceal carry a glock 34 if you want to damn it you know i love those guys those are the same guys who say that they can you know kill a moose with a 22 too uh, well, well uh, yeah, they're, they're also going to tell you that you can concealed carry your Glock 34 and you should carry an appendix. <laughs> Please, nobody. If you're listening to this, do me a favor. Don't carry appendix. Just, <laughs> just stop that. Like, nobody should be carrying appendix. <laughs> it's a horrible, it's a horrible idea. It, it, and I I love it when people try to convince me, the 300-pound fat guy, that I could carry a pen. It's just kind of like, no, I can't. I mean, <laughs> like, I, no. I, can't, I couldn't sit down with it like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it'll it'll just kind of like flare out a little bit. I'm like, yeah, no, then I go, then I go from pointing at my balls to pointing at my gut. That's a great That's idea. That's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no... But yeah, I mean, I, I uh, the only reason I didn't have one is because she it was too big. It was too big to really conceal carry, and she didn't want it as a uh, duty carry because she knew I was going to take the CCPM two back if she if she wanted the the PDP. So she will not move off that thing. It is her favorite gun that she's ever had, and I'm just. I'm almost to the point where I'm I've accepted I'm never going to get it back. But uh you know there's you never know what's coming. I'm hoping they're going to come out like with what you're saying is a kind of PPQ PPS CCPM2 replacement, you know, that yeah. kind of subcompact small and, and framed it, carry. And if it's not one of those 6, 7, 8 rounders that it actually will do the 10, 12 round, like, for example, the, the SIGs and the Springfields. And still be thin. I, I'll know. probably buy one. Uh, if it's still thin, I might have to, to get one for her because that's one of the things. That's why she switched to the single stacks, right? She loves the fact that it's thin. She can get her little hand around it. And that's just how what fits my wife. So... I, I, you know, a lot of the double stack stuff, the PDP is still a little thicker than those single stacks. Not much, but it's still a little thicker. As far as a double stack goes, it is very ergonomic and very easy to grip, but it's still a double stack. It's still a double, and you can't really get around that. It's not as slim as a single, and it's just, you, you can't make it as slim as a single. It's a double. So... Until they make a single, and, and that's just what Shannon buys. She she will not shoot anything but a single. She just won't. She won't carry it. She won't. Even if it fits her hand and she can technically get to everything, she prefers a single stack. That's just how it is. Uh, you, you, you do know that if I, once again, the if and when I get to come down there, I am going to at least put the 365 in her hand and tell her just to try it once. She may I, pull the trigger once and go, no. And I'm assuming that's probably what she's going to do. But just the fact that I can get 12 rounds into the firearm the, that's actually the same size, if not a tad bit smaller, than her than her uh, CCP. It's it just one of those things. I I hope you do, and I hope she loves it, because I'd love to get her a 365. I really would. I'd love to get her that, that and I'd get my Doom CCP back. Because I told her, I'm like, look, if you replace your 9mm with another 9mm, I'm taking this back. It's coming back. You stole it. It's mine. I want it back. 
So we'll see what she does. We'll see what she does. I I'm not sure myself, but um, you know, I'm oh, I'm excited I, I'm, to see. I'm assuming that if she's like any other person in the world that I know, myself included, being the fact that it's she's decided that she's a Walther girl. It's not going to say Walder on the side of it, so she's going to pull the trigger once just to be polite to the guest, <laughs> and then go no. Oh no, she'll shoot it. She likes to shoot anything, but when you suggest that she needs to have one, eh, boy, if it don't say Walder on it, that's going to be an uphill battle. <laughs> she's decided that that's just what she shoots. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's not like us where we're like, ooh, pretty, you know, or ooh, that's neat. <laughs> No, no, no. She ain't like that. You know, the the guns are just like a flashlight, you know, or any other type of tool that that she might have. Um, guns are a tool. They're not they're not for play for her. They're not for play. They're not for you know. You don't have fun with them. Um, they're tools. Blasphemy. And I know. I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. She she does like shooting twenty twos. Uh, she'll shoot rifles and stuff for and, and plink with us and everything like that. That's that's a little different. But, you know, when you're talking centerfire rounds, that's a tool, not a toy or, a, a you know, a, a plinker or anything like that. 22 is a little different. But um, well, that's actually the other one that I'm looking forward to having some fun with is is uh, letting your kids play with my uh, my little 22 charger. Oh, the big one. I love it. Was, kind of the thing is, is, the, is I think the little one could actually handle it too because it's not a full size 1022. <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun to see. I'm going to cost you some money somewhere along the line. Your your kids and your wife are going to want some of the toys oh, that I have. Yeah, it's it's going to be bad oh, too. And and the last thing I'm going to do is because I finally saw somebody who'd done it and I looked at it and went, oh, I've been trying to talk myself into this forever and I have to do this. I found somebody who actually put a full-on stock on their Henry 410X, and it was <laughs> awesome looking. Uh, yeah, that's freaking sweet, dude. You yeah, totally so, need to do that. So I, 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 I did save the website that you gave me that sold um, stocks and stuff of that nature, and uh, it's like 100 bucks, and I'm definitely going to have to order that sucker. Oh, hell yeah. Now, Send now me a picture gonna... when, it, you, when you... Put it on. Oh, I, I got to be careful sending pictures out. It's not going to be legal once I do that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's true, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't think about that. I forgot. Yeah. It's not a. Uh... Yeah, it's only it's only got a 14 inch barrel on it. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> because the Henry you sent me is fine. Like I, I was picturing that, but I forgot the axe had a smaller. Hey, I'll, you know what? I'll bring the stock with me when I come. I'll put it in in a bag. When somebody, if somebody even looks at me and goes, "What's that for?" It's kind of like, okay, it's a backup stock for the rifle. It's okay. <laughs> exactly, it'd be fine. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's too much fun. Uh, you got anything else, sir? I do not. Rock on. We will see you guys next time, and thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading, and uh, you can check us out in other great casts that uh, me and Jake and uh, our friend Beefy and, and Operator and uh, our friend Ken, all of us have like eight, eight, nine casts now that are coming online. Check us out at LoneWolfPodcasts.com, and we will see you guys next time.
behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.